0: And welcome, welcome to the Mouthpiece Wrestling Podcast with your boy Darry Lips. And thankfully, I don't have some witty little comeback like I normally get. Um, unfortunately, Gio is away on some urgent family business. So we, we've tagged in another new face, a really good friend of mine, Stratzy. How are you, sir? Hello, everyone. Yeah,
1: I'm not doing too bad, mate. Yourself?
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm really good. I'm really good. Thanks for, um, for stepping in. I appreciate yeah. it.
1: I mean, it's absolutely boiling. I don't know about you, Darry, uh, yeah. but uh, yeah. here it's just sweltering. So if you ever hear yeah. any sort of crinkling of ice, it's just me to get through because <laughs> it is warm.
0: It? Yeah, I've had to turn my fan off because I know that Nick, <laughs> our editor, he'll be all over me if he hears a fan in the background. Um, so I'm just going to sit here and sweat. Um yeah. you got that
1: you got that yeah. vision.
0: Yeah, I've got the vision. I can already see the DMs like what's the humming in the background. <laughs> yeah, okay, <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, we'll uh we'll move on and uh we uh, wish a uh, wish uh speedy return to yeah. Gio. He's just um yeah, he's got some family stuff coming up. It's a difficult time, but yeah. He will be back very very soon. Right. So let's start. Wrestling for you. When did it start? What do you watch? What's your thing? Have you like gone and come back? Are you one of those guys or have you Suffered through it all like some of us.
1: No, well, I was pretty early doors, so I'm about sort of twenty eight, twenty nine years old now. Well, I'm twenty eight. I'm nearly twenty nine. You can't be in between, but um, <laughs> but I got into wrestling sort of in sort of sort of ninety eight, ninety nine, sort of that sort of time. So I must have been about sort of like nine, nine years old, probably ten years at that time um one sort of that sticks out for me at that time must have been uh the Wrestlemania in nine eight eight, I think I think it was Shawn Michaels and Stone Cold I think for WWF at that point um and then before that it was uh the Royal Rumble uh which Shawn Michaels and Undertaker got involved in so I was very much in the heyday I suppose when I first got into it um and I was high on it in terms of i got all the wrestling figurines i got the ring i got you know nice. even fast forward on you got like the old playstation playstation 2 games you know raw versus smackdown you know um, yeah, SmackDown. you had so yeah um, so i was sort of really high on it at that point and then i i think it was more sort of 2000 and sort of seven sort of eight it was sort of more watching just pure sort of pay-per-views kind of thing it was yeah, never So yeah so it's more kind of once in a month trying to keep on top of whatever's going on obviously watch the major sort of episodes of raw whether it be a draft or something like that but it was mm-hmm. very much sort of like a a pay-per-view thing and then sort of um you know more recently it's just kind of getting back into it i suppose it's kind of had sort of a uh, Renaissance for me, anyway, because obviously we've nothing really much on the table like TV, especially the past mm-hmm. sort of six, seven months. You know, this is kind of something that you can kind of keep on top of. It. It's something new. Obviously, it's not something like rewatching like a TV program again. You know, yeah, like something you can
0: watch. fall back into quite
1: correct so yeah Easy so i'm going to try, just trying to get back into you know and obviously a lot has changed i know the whole thing and i'm sure we'll probably talk about it later with you know vince trying to push new stars. but in my mind you know especially sort of past sort of few years or so you know the roster's really sort of 50 60 completely changed in my opinion mm. there's been a lot mm. of promotions from nxt and things like that so um yeah it's just trying to kind of get my groove and sort of get my opinion of it because yeah it's difficult in my opinion with without the crowd about sort of how uh sort of superstars getting over if that makes sense you yeah, know yeah, yeah. and it can be it can be a blur in the lines between you know heel and face between a lot of the champions do you think just...
0: do you think that helps so i was having this conversation actually a few days ago with a friend and i i blame wrestling twitter and things like yes. that for <laughs> a lot of what's wrong like okay i know some of the product that wwe Turned out over the last couple of years hasn't been very good like I always feel like when they start to do something well it feels like they panic and somehow ruin it um I felt like I feel like that quite a lot and I but I feel like there's no real surprises I was talking to someone like when's the last time that you were surprised and popped for a return or like a debut or you know and I think the last one I had was when Shane McMahon come back and that's like three four years yes. ago. You know, because and uh, after that, I know when someone's coming. Like, someone spills it. You know, there's no no shocks anymore. And I think part of the wrestling is the unpredictability, which has always been the appeal. So all the people sort of complaining, I feel Mm. if you didn't go and find out what was happening, you wouldn't complain as much because you'd still have that, oh, my God, look who's back, you know? I feel like that's a big part of wrestling that's now gone. So I almost feel like this will be good for wrestling a little bit without crowd if he is to start trying to build new stars yeah. because without the crowd there no one's going to make a judgment they can push someone for a few weeks and if it doesn't work out just move on i think it might help
1: true but to like to do the other point though it's it's hard for Vince or any of the writing team to understand if someone is totally over, if that makes sense. Fair enough, you're pushing them in that limelight, but it's really hard to know if they are truly over, quote unquote, truly mm. over, or if it's in their heads that they're truly over. And as you are saying, you know, Twitter can be an absolute minefield of opinions and mostly negative. So, you know, it's hard for them to see, especially with no crowd, who is actually you know coming across really well i suppose the only thing they can see is probably from merch sales or things like that or any sort of mm. mentions or youtubes you know when they upload the highlights afterwards who's getting the views and things like that but but it's in one sense it is easier to do it and especially if and hopefully you know when crowds come back to, you know it'll be a good eye like an indicator of how well they're doing at that point then mm. but there is the opposite of you know they are doing it very much blind and it could easy be again if and when crowds come back you know it could be just you know frickets and really quiet of someone they feel they've pushed quite a bit so it will be interesting to see when crowds come how you know Some of what the reactions know. are going to be yeah what the reactions because are they actually have
0: clearly be. given opportunities to a few i mean you see angel gaza's pretty much on raw yeah. every week apollo cruz yeah. is champ um you know even to the level like drew mcintyre's being booked very very strong um you know and all without crowd um so yeah it will be interesting because um obviously going to be they're going to get used to a very different product i don't think it's ever going to go back to exactly as it was i think we'll still see quite a lot of the cinematic stuff i think they realised that that can be a thing if they don't overdo it um i i would expect to see a few more cinematic even when the crowds are back um but yeah it's an interesting time and it, but it has been grateful that it's it's carried on as much as people like it's not safe I think it's helped have it on because it's still something that i could look forward to i think after everything that's been going on um, yeah definitely. it has definitely uh, it's definitely helped but it's been, uh, it's been a bit of interesting and obviously working on that pushing new stars there was a few newer stars that appeared on smackdown on friday yeah um yeah. retribution <laughs> is what they're being
1: called um all in capital letters, by the way. Oh, That's yeah, yeah. I-
0: Sorry, you have to shout it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: um,
0: I don't know what to make of it. Um, they looked really young, and I think only one of them's really sort of been sussed. I mean, Vanessa Bourne looks like she's one; yeah. her hair sort of crept through. I kind of see that. And I think Chelsea Green will be another, looking at the moonwalk attempt that she did. it's not. I don't think it's going to be Carmella. I think that'll be Chelsea Green. But then the other's still not really a clue there's been some talk there's Sami Zayn and his return leading them which Ooh. a band like a name like retribution i could maybe understand the story um i'm not sure if it would be good for Sami Zayn, but yeah um i don't know um i I, it, it, I don't think it got done very well so they look like rookies to me they don't look like fully fledged guys um i don't know I don't know. What did you make of them?
1: They, well, it's, they went over obviously both shows, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Smackdown and Raw. Smackdown, they looked a lot better, the one just gone compared to Raw most recently, where I thought, um, obviously, we'll, we'll talk a bit more about their Raw appearance probably later mm-hmm. on. But mm-hmm. the Smackdown bit was very much, I think they just needed to grow. There's a lot of coal you know, on commentary very much being like, oh, is it them? Is it them like any sort of occasion it would come round? And it, it kind of got a bit manufactured instead of natural, if that makes sense, in terms of their appearance and, you know, their threats and everything towards that. Um, but yeah, I'm with you in terms of the sort of the male sort of, you know, uh, members of the group. It's still very unclear. I mean, I've seen rooms it could be um, Tomasa Champa, maybe, or, yeah. you know, Dominic Jai uh, was Dominic? Dino- yeah, because they
0: deleted their
1: yes, the their Twitter's the and Instagram athletes. or something, yeah.
0: didn't they? They deleted all that and that got people talking. I mean, I know they're high on Djokovic, aren't they? Like, I know who's
1: yeah, been, but he's uh, massive though. And yeah, and none really, of them looked massive. Yeah, none of them looked really that big. I thought so, one of I'm... them
0: was Xavier Woods, if I'm honest. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> obviously, I don't think it's going to be. But no. I wonder if they'll just change the people. I just don't know. it it, it asked a lot of questions, maybe too much real life questions um yes. because like if they're meant to be like rogue anti the system people why did they get like a name as a new faction you know what i mean like why name Bro. them um i don't know I, where the hell the chainsaw come from like why is a chainsaw <laughs> down at ringside for a start like what the hell is Mick Foley yeah. around or something like- <laughs> yeah
1: safety definitely didn't yeah yeah it <laughs> yeah,
0: didn't go well um i don't know i it raised a lot of questions i mean because they're the thing is, apparently, they was announced a bit too quick, weren't they? Um, apparently, yes. the WWE social media team caught wind that they were de- debuting and assumed it was, like, a known thing. So they tweeted it out, and it wasn't actually meant to be tweeted out. It was meant to be a surprise. So I wonder if they're just a little rushed and having to commit to it. Um but
1: also, where do they fit as well? Like, Because, um, you know, I think we were just saying just before we started this, You know, are they going to be Nexus levels, as in straight to the top of the card? You know, are they going to mm. be very much then mid-card and then peter out? You know, it's just, these factions is one that could easily die out in a couple of months if they don't do something which really sort of gains some traction or else it's just going to be plain annoying, you know, lights yeah, exactly. going out I mean, like... between matches. they ruined
0: nexus to be fair like nexus were hot Mm. going into that summer slab i mean losing to cena that was the end of that i mean they need to make sure if they are gonna commit to a group like this they need to they need to push it's just who they choose it's very important like the personalities in there mixed together um and i suppose what they could always do they could always add a leader to them of such like they always seem to do like okay, this faction's okay, but it needs someone experience. You know, like when Austin turned and led the invasion and stuff. Mm, um, true. Kind of saved that for the invasion, really. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I like that they're trying stuff. I, li- I like it that they're, they are. I mean, I know people like, oh, every time WWE is something new, it's just hating on it. But this is what we wanted, wasn't it? Them I mean, To do something new, not the same boring matches, you know? A bit like what we're going to see, Pat McAvee, Adam Cole, I'm assuming. Yeah. Like, I like it. I mean, are they turning Adam Cole face, though? Uh, Like, That's the bit that gets me. Like, is it a way to get him out of Undisputed Era, maybe, and turn him face? Which would be scary, but it's new and it's different and that's what WWE needs to do. But for some reason, I agree. Well we live in a world where <laughs> Yeah.
1: Well we live in a world where we need to know everything. Like we need to know who the members are. We need to know like what's going on, what you know, what's the plan and things like that. I think it's easy to hate something which we don't know their projection if that makes sense so if we especially with how sort of tame they are in some sort of segments it's very much like oh wow you know we've seen worse from you know what you know Braun Strowman did you know in that time where he was flipping cars and ambulances and things like that compared to what they're doing but it's yeah. I, I don't know I think it's going to be interesting to see where this goes but I just hope it's it's going to be to something meaningful as in they do start a proper feud at some point And it's again, not just going to be oh, cutting mics out, you know, lights are going down, things like that. Just, I just want it to be sort of done in the right way because at the moment with everything still being masked, they could easily, you know, swap people in and out if they feel, you know, a better mm. superstar is needed for it, a current one, for example, you know, I, I know it will be a little bit silly, but you know, it's definitely something they could, theoretically do it. if they wanted a current superstar to have sort of a repackage could definitely you know swap in with one of them so
0: yeah oh because they um dave Meltzer posted today actually no yesterday that the people apparently under the masks are not gonna be the people that they are the ones there that are you on go down yeah. so mm. i think either they're saying that because vanessa bourne's hair fell out and it was meant to be her you know <laughs> yeah. um i i get that but um they said, it, they, they, apparently Dave Meltzer said it's not going to be like them. I think it just, the problem is, I think it feels a bit rushed. I feel like they because they tweeted it, they're now rushing it without clear vision. I mean, they just mm-hmm. come and smashed everything up for no real reason. So I, I don't know. Yeah, but it'd be interesting. I like Invasion stuff if they do it right, yeah. but they haven't ever really seen it through right. Um, other than that, I thought SmackDown was, was pretty solid. <clears throat> I thought Matt Riddle versus Sheamus was amazing. Um, very.
1: good. I mean, random, I mean, it should have been, you know, Shorty G or Chad Gable. You know, it was a bit sort of that. But in terms of the actual concept of Matt Riddle versus Sheamus, I thought, you know, them two alone was very good. The only downside of it is both of them needed a win. Um, yeah. So I think disqualification always gets around that. But, you know what I mean? Both I don't them get the Chad
0: Gable turn, though. I don't, yeah. I don't know why they've done that. No, I've always preferred him as a heel. I thought he was great as a heel with Shelton Benjamin in their tag team. Because he is like a, he he can play the cocky little gobshite quite well, um, just didn't really make sense to me, um, on why, but I don't know. Um, and it they are playing more Chad
1: Gable though, aren't they? They're trying to get away from Shorty G, which I I think is one positive thing, but but yeah. yeah.
0: Um, I also assume it was turning Sheamus face. Mm. Gable with the, I'm assuming. I'm assuming I put I, like I don't know for sure, but um, seeing that Sheamus then had some interaction with Baron Corbin, um, but yeah, um, then there was some bits and pieces. Sonya Mandy, um, I'm loving what Sonya's doing by the way. But yes, I know they have to have this fight, but Sonya is better than a Mandy Rose feud. You know that's what yeah. annoys me. Like I feel like Sonya has come on. A lot more than fighting Mandy Rose. There's nothing against Mandy Rose, but I think Sonia to be like this evil woman that she's trying to be, um, I don't feel like Mandy is a good thing, you know, for her.
1: Um, I, I agree. with once I mean, for me, they needed both of each other to get to where they are. I mean, you know, rewind a year ago or even, you know, pre WrestleMania, there wasn't that it was kind of like, oh, you know, just a, a generic, you know female superstar but now it's very much them two have really risen to the top in terms of Mm. it's a decent feud like i'm still kind of not bored by it um and we're what six seven months into it Mm. but i agree in terms of in the end like again thinking long term sonya in my opinion does have a a higher ceiling if you did want to you know then go towards any sort of you know title thing and things like that i'm talking way into the future whereas mandy this is maybe kind of her level in terms of, you know, the max for a few could go. But it'll be interesting to see. I still think there's still a bit of legs with it, especially, you know, with, you know, Otis being there, you know. In but the Otis briefcase.
0: is still running no, no. in the bank. Like, it seems I mean, to story. have been forgotten in amongst all, everything going on. Um Do you think they're doing that on purpose? Do you think they're adding that story and obviously keeping Braun and Bray to get us to forget a bit about Otis being
1: um a little bit the only thing I think what WWE are doing is that obviously with no sort of you know crowds and things like that they want all these good positive vibes to happen when crowds do come back and I think Otis you know hopefully or if he ever becomes a champion you know you would want some kind of crowd there I think so I think they're just kind of okay he's won it go back to kind of what he does and then maybe reboot him again, you know, hopefully when crowds come back, I think that was the problem with the whole Drew McIntyre thing, you know, imagine when, if crowds were there at WrestleMania, you know, when he picked up the win, it's just, I think they don't want to put all their baby faces really as, you know, champions or doing really well when no crowds are there, because then you're going to get to a lot of, you know, booing, you know, when you replace them with heel champions. So I think they want to try and get a lot more, heel work done i suppose now it's um,
0: easier. it's easier to be yeah. a heel right now right? correct um, yes and i think a lot of the heels have really stepped up like across the board you know the mvp mm-hmm. stuff aj yeah. styles has done really well sasha and bailey you know probably the stars of wrestling right now are all the heel versions you know um it's just easier you can cut a heel promo without being interrupted or cheered
1: um, or what or yeah, get yeah, what? Yeah. I can't believe
0: they still do that. Like, <laughs> still, still get the what? I love that though. Of all the phrases and catchphrases that's ever got caught on, it's what that's that's <laughs> made the distance. Um, but yeah. So yeah, be be. I guess see where it goes. As you say, like you know, it is giving something. I mean, Mandy and Sonia. I mean, I was very vocal in the fact that Sonia Deville wasn't ready when they called her up mm. when she came up in the page thing. I was just like, big no. She's not ready. She wasn't even very good on NXT. But hold my hands up, and I think she's really taken... She's trying to take her opportunity as best as she can. So um, I don't mind yeah. eating a little bit of humble pie on that one. Because I really enjoy this heel, Sonya, right now. I'm, I, I like it, you know?
1: I just think some for some so these superstars they need bedding in on the big time and i know nxt is supposed to be that especially now obviously with it being on you know national tv and everything like that Mm. but i just think some of these do need sort of not holding their hand through things but just to kind of gauge sort of certain reactions what's good what shouldn't be good instead of just being like rushed here you go kind of thing so even though you could arguably say um, Sonia and Mandy were a bit sort of irrelevant, more Sonia than Mandy, if I'm, if I'm honest, a bit sort of irrelevant sort of, you know, prior to this sort of feud. I think it's really now shown, you know, this is a, you know, breaking out moment and sort of showing glimpses of, you know, she can sort of progress on a bit further, especially in the ring, as well as also, you know, promos and, you know, reacting to certain situations as well. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm high on Sonia as well. Cool
0: um other match of note that i actually enjoyed i mean it was short um the dorado cesaro i mean Mm -hmm. to be honest i think i could always watch cesaro wrestle um you're always gonna get a good match Um, i like the little push for metalik and dorado over the last couple of weeks because i've always thought that you know they know how to wrestle them luchas i don't see them as viable contenders like I don't now see Lince uh, like Lucha House Party get a tag title shot, and I don't see Metalik going back for the Intercontinental title. But I think it's been nice to um, to see them. You know, um, I did like I love watching Cesaro's uppercut, but it's been good to see them. Um, but again, it was four minutes of squash, really, to be fair. Yeah, I
1: mean, it's good Cesaro's getting actually, you know, a push, you know, and and, and a winning streak at that as well. You yeah, know, I think and a title. Very much, I mean... Yeah, and a title, you know. I think in his situation, again, rewind 12 months ago, he was very much win one, lose one, or losing more than winning. But now, you know, on a kind of a winning streak, got some sort of titles. There is some momentum behind him again. Another option if, you know, wants to progress past these tag teams, whether to go back to... You know a mid-card title run or you know even a dependable work as we all know cesaro is for you know the sort of the main titles so yeah definitely happy that he's kind of getting more of a shine and more wins than not than what's previously done with cesaro
0: yeah um and then there was the weird bit with alexa bliss and the fiend um I don't know. It's really freaky. I, I, I'm guessing they're letting Bray have a lot of creative control. Like, I don't see this coming much from WWE, but it was pretty cool bit, and she's in the ring. And then she rubbed his face or something, and he was, yeah. like, backing away. I don't know what all that was. I mean, I, what part do you think Alexa is? Do you think this is just to make Twitter talk that she's got a bigger role, or and you think it's just broad mind games, or you think Alexa's going to get proper involved?
1: somehow um i think the fact that we're obviously well majority of twitter that i see is presuming obviously she is sister abigail but i the, the whole thing about what bray's doing isn't it is very much taking people back to who they were wasn't it so they so how looking like what Braun's like even though he looks like now all of a sudden he's all right after pretty much being drowned you know <laughs> Or like that he seems to be fine a week later not even sort of recognizing that he pretty much drowned um he's sort of going back to like i said what he was a few sort of years ago you know the sort of smashing big man you know ready to flip anything where it comes to commentary tables or ambulances or things like he does seem a lot more angrier instead of the happy you know big guy very much sort of big show-esque kind of thing so i think what Bray could do to alexa is you know Again, sort of bring her to what she was a few years ago, and people forget. You know, she was, you know, multiple, you know, SmackDown, Raw, you know, yeah. Women's Champion. You know, yeah, so. she's the
0: first Elimination Chamber winner. winner yeah. and stuff.
1: So you know, this kind of well, that's his thing, wasn't it? Even when with John Cena, brought him back to what he was, kind of before, and things like that. So who knows? You know, this sort of rub, I can, I do see, you know, Alexa Ambray kind of doing a sort of she a could duo do it very of- well yes
0: she's got the she's got the look and obviously the the talent to to do that and i think it's good to sort of move away from the nikki cross alexa thing a little bit um but yeah it was weird it was very weird stuff um but yeah yeah it is nice to see braun booked as like the monster that they started with i mean they had him so well set up as this big monster and then kind of ruined Mm. him a little bit and winning tag titles with 10 year old kids and uh yeah um but they seem to be again he's another one that got kind of given an opportunity thanks to the current Mm. situation you know he wouldn't have been in this place had roman not been off i'm guessing um and so i think it's been really good and it's been good for braun because it's shown that he has got the sort of the role play side of it as well like i think it's shown more of the side of braun that maybe some big guys don't have you know like the storytelling um i think he has got that but yeah it was uh it was interesting um and then it was i don't know so it was jeff hardy corbin next <laughs> um and I, I see it's this then sheamus come down nailed jeff so i was like fine i'm guessing he's not healed, but then sheamus was fighting corbin afterwards so i'm like what is happening like i didn't get any of it like i didn't i don't know
1: um they're just trying to get a lot of mid carders in in yeah. kind of one line and i don't think they kind of know where to go obviously do we've or it's always been been on corbin as they kind of will always be you know a heel you know and he's always in kind of that sort of mix and then I don't know whether it's reminiscence or something, but they, they do hold like a sort of a, a candle to Jeff Hardy. They really like him, you know, or maybe sort of about 10, 15 years too late, but they really like him and they want to push him. And then you've obviously got Sheamus. They feel like I've got I all mean, these I don't get me wrong. Are- I
0: thought both Sheamus matches were good.
1: Yes. Like I, I could always watch
0: Sheamus wrestle. I think Sheamus, very underrated when you think, and he's won m- multiple titles. You always know what you're going to get from Sheamus, which is a really solid, you know, whatever feud he's in he he does give it his all um i don't know if i wanted to see baron corbin twice but you know yeah it just felt i don't know it just felt like we've got no other guys so we'll just make these guys keep going round and round because like Seamus come down and broke it jeff and then riddle come down and jumped over corbin but he didn't touch him so the ref let it go and ah,
1: meh i just think <laughs> the only thing that i can see that i can accept what they're doing here is if they do some kind of you know five man you know for you know said title you know what i mean and include all these people in because then the mess makes sense mm. uh, if you include riddle Seamus, corbin hardy chad gable if you really wanted to as a five you know you could do a five man for you know whatever it may be um just to kind of maybe
0: for aj's title
1: yeah yeah like, yeah for uh, aj just for, meaning you know just for something um maybe that might be for the week prior to uh, summer slam and you know that's what you do at SummerSlam. slam so mm-hmm. I, I, that's the only sort of thing in my head where you can kind of allow this kind of crazy kind of five people trying to squish into one storyline kind of thing
0: yeah, yeah yeah i guess so um yeah just i don't know it <laughs> It was it was it was solid from Sheamus though. I think of the two matches that I saw, it was good work from yeah. Sheamus, and it's really nice to see him back. It's been really good. So like you know, Edge returned, Daniel Bryan, Sheamus. Obviously, this week just slightly going off track, but it just made me think of that Tyson Kidd was seen back in a ring. Yeah. I Mate, think. I know. Even if he's just working out, you know, even if it doesn't mean big television and long run comeback. Just to see, I mean, like he was messed up. Like his neck was basically, you know, messed. It was in bits. Um, to see him just doing that, even like off camera, is huge for what obviously things can be done now. You know, um, I'm a I'm a big fan of Tyson Kidd, like a big big fan. Um, so if he can get back even for one more match or something, would be a more amazing because like you know. And it, yeah, from what I heard, he looked pretty good in that ring too. So He did. He looked really so, good.
1: Wow. So, I mean, that which it, is amazing, isn't it? Yeah, and he's in great shape. It, for me, he's probably in better shape than he ever was in any of runs. And it's funny you see that, don't you? You're even... Again, those who got released from WWE and going to whether it's Impact or AEW, they look better, better, don't they? They look in much better shape. Mm. So it shows that with a bit of, you know, a rest or a bit of, you know, time to just, you know, hit the gym and, you know, they look completely different and it changes sort of their outlook. But the only thing I worry about Tyson Kidd is, okay, brilliant. It was amazing if he does come back in any sort of capacity or any sort of, you know, wrestling, even if it's, edge style where it's like one match every you know three four months kind of thing it's the only thing is how far can he go you know it's he was never you know a major player pre-injury and yes yeah something like that
0: you'd you'd be excited to see him come back once but where would you go from yeah you know like maybe a Raw rumble entry Mm. if he can go like you'd get that kind of pop and you'd be like oh my god but would you want to see it loads i don't know people would i mean i would i like tyson kidd yeah, If they put him in NXT, if he can wrestle, that would that mm. would probably work. I could see him maybe like Cruiserweight title-ish
1: kind of stuff. He's a mentor kind of thing, like yeah. in terms of mentoring the young ones. Yeah, should, yeah. no, that's actually a really... And that also keeps him a bit out of the limelight, as such, where mm. people are not worrying about, oh, we haven't seen him for a few weeks. Is he going to get released again kind of thing? No, just, to, yeah, yeah just a really sort of, yeah, 205-like or, yeah, in terms mm. of that sort of vision and, you know. Yeah, 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 but
0: yeah. I mean just to see him in a ring mm-hmm. of any kind after what he's gone through. Big, big steps. Um uh, then back to SmackDown, there was uh oh, there was a bit of Big E stuff. Um obviously nice. Big E is out all alone at the minute. Obviously, Woods is still out, uh Kofi's now out. Um is that really I think they're both out injured, aren't they? Now Kofi and uh, yeah. and Woods. Both. Yeah. Um so is this Big E's time? Um, obviously, I, I, I saw on I think it was Booker T's podcast. I saw clips of that Booker T saying that if he's going to be taken as a single star at a minute, he needs to be a bit more serious. Mm. And I don't, I don't, I don't see that as right now. I don't see that as any point. He has to sort of keep this New Day gimmick going. But do you think this will be the beginning of the end of the New Day if Big E does well?
1: I think if it was the end, I think they would have ended it when Kofi did his run. But the only thing I keep thinking of is when Kofi came out of his shell. It was after that gauntlet weren't he. It was like an Iron Man. He was like mm. there after sixty minutes and everything like that. But the things he still had, Biggie and Woods there. Fair enough, mm-hmm. they weren't you know obviously in the actual matches itself, but he still had them there as kind of you know support or help him through any sort of interviews or backstage you know things. Whereas it, like you said, it is just him for when it comes to this particular one. Mm. So.
0: Do you think you yeah. do you think that New Day gimmick will work though on a solo guy? That's what I'm worried about. Like
1: I don't think you can take him straight to the main event. I think he has to probably go against like an AJ Styles or, you know, I think he needs to prove that he can win a solo title. You know, maybe he goes hmm. on a massive, you know, winning streak as such where he gets the, you know, Intercontinental or whatever and then carries on kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I think it's I think it's a lot uh, it's a lot harder to book someone like Big E because He's a big guy. He's a tough dude. We've seen him as a bodyguard to Dolph Ziggler. You know, like, he's done bits and pieces before, whereas Kofi has kind of always been an underdog, you know? So it's a little bit more of an easier story to tell. Um, I don't know. I, I, it could lead to maybe Big E turning heel for when they return. They could just have Big E, like, in Solo Life. Because I always thought the way to split them is Big E is the one that would need to turn heel for me. Um, True. I don't think the others, it would work. Um, but it'd be interesting to see what they do. I mean, he gave a little speech. Gonna run it alone and Big e I suppose the thing is you got to
1: think of is it's matchups, isn't it? I know we keep thinking you know titles and they're going for the title, but it, it for the WWE they need to think about the actual matchups. So okay, say he goes straight to the top, and after you know Bray and Braun, okay, well who can you see him kind of going against? Kind of thing, mm. maybe Bray, but Braun. I can't see it personally. So it's. It's one of those things where you have to, I suppose, see and how that's it. That's why kind of I plays think out.
0: that a little bit the new day gimmick hinders them a little bit because they are seen mm. as clowns almost. You know, um, like I've always enjoyed the new new day gimmick. Like I even enjoyed it when when they were heel and stuff, and like the opening beginning bit that they did. Yeah. Um, I just though when it's time to get serious like that, I just I think the gimmick hinders them a little bit um, because you just want to laugh. You can't sometimes take them seriously you know what i mean and i think someone against braun you would assume braun to beat any of the new day you know um but yeah we'll see what they do he's on his own so they've got to do something i can't you know new day sell a lot of merch so i can't see them just ditching it because of injuries um but it would be interesting to see what's what's going to happen but um, does he need
1: the crowd? That's the only thing I think of. Does he need a crowd being there? You know, that whole Kofi, the whole, like, underdog, even though he's, mm. you know, it's by his size of Kofi. You know, it's still weirdly, despite his size, an underdog if Big E ever gets there. Mm. So, does he need the crowd or not? And then, again, does that affect the booking? So, yeah.
0: Well, yeah, think- I've always said there's been a few wrestlers for me that you really notice where the crowd, they need the crowd. Like, I think Velveteen Dream has was looked I didn't realize how much he needed the crowd reaction to look good. Like I didn't think he looked good, and that's why I said he wouldn't beat Adam Cole in that match a few months ago. Is because yeah. I th- I think velveteen Dream th- that gimmick doesn't work so much without a crowd, um and I think New Day maybe fall into that bit. It's a bit difficult, but it may help Big E being alone. There's no, you know, it might help. It depends how long they're out for, but it will be. um it will be interesting to see what they do with him because he was meant to have the Roman Reigns role, like that was Vince's first choice. On mm. that Roman Reigns push was meant to be Big E until they talked him out of it. So he's obviously got a level of, uh, you know, support. So now there's their opportunity, but we'll be interesting to see what they do. Um, and then there was the Steph bit with uh, Bailey and Sasha, which will go on to Raw. She basically made a match for. Um, didn't, if Bailey beats Oscar or if Oscar beats Bailey, she gets Sasha Banks at SummerSlam or something, is that right? Yeah. I think yeah, S so yeah. made that. Um so she's gonna do that, that's sort of best of business. And then the the inevitable tag team that was made after like the interlude of Sonia and stuff, Miz and Morrison against uh heavy machinery. There was like some backstage stuff pretty much all through the show with Sonia and Miz and Morrison and Otis and Tucker and stuff. Um and then uh, Mandy Rose come out during it with the short hair. What do you make of the short hair?
1: I'm, um, I'm, I'm a fact, To be fair, I think if she, I think I like her both in terms of both haircuts. I don't think it was like, oh my god, this is a massive change of who she really looks like. I think it just shows, I suppose, where WWE is that a haircut can produce such traction. I suppose, um, mm. but they did do that funny skit, didn't they? Well. I say funny skit they try to keep it as funny as they can um i mean you can imagine probably how Ms. and morrison thought when they probably saw you know <laughs> what they had to do in that section with the a fake wig or what they were trying to say is what mandy's hair was but yeah. yeah i'm i'm indifferent it's you know i think it just shows kind of how things do need to change and storylines need to change if a haircut is a big thing if that makes sense yeah, yeah.
0: And then uh, during all that, they pull them apart. The cameras went out, and then that was retribution, which we touched on at the beginning. Yeah. Um, it was all right. I, d- I don't know. It, it, it just, there it was solid performances from like Seamus. I thought Matt Riddle looked good. Um, I t- the Chad Gable thing, I, I don't know. Like they turned him hill, and then they literally fed him to a couple of guys. I don't know. It was, um, I don't know. It was a lot of questions come out from SmackDown that. I'm not sure I even cared about the answers. Like Braun Strowman's meant to be the face champ, but now he doesn't care about Alexa Bliss. I don't know. I, I, it just seemed to ask too many questions that seemed different from what they've been trying to push, but it was solid enough. It was solid enough. Yeah.
1: I think the big thing weirdly for me is the actual, quickly going back to what the, the conference call between Steph and um, Bailey and Sasha Banks is actually for this coming SmackDown. Cause aren't they doing a interbrand? um sort of battle royale i think they classed it as for mm. um Bailey's title which is weird how in terms of how they're trying to book obviously they're trying to get obviously with Asuka uh, to you know potentially go against Sasha Banks S- slight spoiler for what was on raw <laughs> um, um and then and then they just completely go okay but anyone else can be against Bailey so it's weird how they're trying to put you know certain superstars with matching with one another um maybe they're just fed up you know of the whole asker and um you know bailey sort of and for an actual title so they had to use it as a raw prelude for you know banks but yeah the sort of interbrand match for this coming smackdown for uh bailey will be interesting to see who turns up for that because obviously then you get the likes of rhea ripley potentially um uh, mm a class in underground as a separate brand at this point, you know, with Shayna Baszler, you know, it'll Shayna be Shayna Baszler looked
0: good on that though.
1: Yeah, she did. I know we got, we'll get to the Raw, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I know she looked very good. So it'll be interesting to kind of see who will take part in the uh, next matter.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we might as well just get onto Raw because we're yeah. starting to sneak bits into it. Um, started up with a bit of a contract signing, which normally don't ever end well, but Dominic, uh, dominic and seth did kind of i so wanted joe to punch someone i'm desperate for joe to start wrestling again i'm sure he's going to get involved at SummerSlam. i don't know why i just feel like they're teasing joe too much in it um but yeah it led to basically dominic and that pretty good on the mic i'm not gonna not gonna deny i thought dominic was all right um it led to a match with uh rollins and carrillo um it was short and it it was there just to feed into what happened after i mean the beat down that dominic took <laughs> from wow. seth rollins and buddy murphy oh my gosh have you um, seen the pictures yeah <laughs> wow i mean just the, the when he's tied up in the ropes he the way he's looking at buddy murphy is as if to say like yo dude you actually hit me I, I i don't know um I love Um, this version of Seth, though. Yes. This is Seth, for me, at his very best. Like, big slimy heel that just takes his opportunity. Seems a bit more darker than he did when he was doing it for The Authority, but... um, Ah, man, he took a beating. What are you making of, of
1: Dominic Mysterio? Dominic Mysterio, it's... I, he had to come in I think at some point I think the whole but maybe a little bit too late because obviously the whole contract situation with Rey Mysterio so maybe they wanted to do it a little bit earlier but I think they couldn't have found a better you know heel in Seth Rollins to you know implement Dominic into it Um I just looking at those pictures i keep going back to it the pictures of the <laughs> aftermath of what he does like is he even going to look in any sort of you know i can yeah. just imagine whelps and bruises for even summers like that's in two weeks but those mm-hmm. were serious you know damages you know he's not going to look fresh like he's just been down to the beach he's going to look very bruised and battered so i agree with you i can see uh Samojo getting back into it and there is some rumors you know he is sort of nearly there ready to go kind of mm. come back i mean and... he has had a lot of concussions like it is
0: better to be safe i mean i think i mean he did explain didn't he that he couldn't touch seth due to him possibly losing his job mm. um which made me think okay so you're going to uh um, yeah i, I oh, think he needs... <laughs> to help dominic like either because apparently ray has re-signed now, okay. i know so the, the twitter was aw offered him a whole load of money more than what wwe could but i think the ray is just comfortable or they matched wwe or something um but obviously the dominic thing i mean they seem they've been pretty high on dominic for a long time there's been a lot of talk of dominic debuting for a while you know um and to be honest he looks quite good i mean i think he took a lot of kendo shots that he didn't have to i think it was him proving himself i honestly think that's why that happened i think most of that would have been on dominic um myself i what i think because like i don't think he had to take as much of a beating as he did but did like it um yeah i thought i'm looking forward to it i mean i'm looking forward to it i did like the steph say it to be still digging at ray mysterio which makes me think that ray mysterio will appear at SummerSlam.
1: Um, well i think someone has to it's either going to be ray or it's going to be samara joe because surely you would like to think in that sort of um you know scene of raw that when he was getting beaten down you'd like to think someone would have come out you know and at least try and help or at least right at the end you know try and you know save him but no one came down so you'd like to think no one else is going to be involved in the storyline so it's really going to be you know obviously buddy and seth on that side and then you've obviously got ray dominic and then potentially samoa joe who's the only other person that's kind of featured in any of their segments so it'll be interesting to see it's just you know who's the question is, who will get over in SummerSlam? We'll probably find out more probably next week in terms of the state of what Dominic's in and kind of where it goes on from there and what kind of match would end up being if Dominic's in really a bad condition. But it's do you get Dominic the win and obviously the push then on? But then then how does, we, does that make Steph, you know, being all this dark and everything? Is it just, you know, words? and? But I'm assuming he,
0: Steph's going to have to take some time off soon like Becky Mm, must be close to giving birth or I mean I can't imagine the first he's gonna I mean I know Miz worked through the second one took a little bit of time but I can't see the first baby Seth just working through um so I don't know I I'm I'm expecting Seth to take time off after SummerSlam um myself I think it'll be about that but I mean and he has worked solid through like Seth hasn't apart from since he's come back from injury um and he obviously is about to be a dad so it'll be interesting i'm looking forward to see dominic finally debut i think the kid's got some moves and they've worked on him so much you know they have put so much effort into training him that there's got to be something there but he paid his dues on monday that's for sure as buddy murphy said he definitely paid some dues. i liked it when murphy rolled in and like congratulated him saying that he's a super wwe superstar now
1: You can imagine that Love happening, it. like uh, in the back as well, though, can't you? You can imagine <laughs> yeah. that the back It's like yeah. That's well that
0: initiation so, just beat them yeah. with a kendo stick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, carried on onto Angelo Dawkins. Andrade was second. Uh, it was. I don't like Angelo Dawkins. Montez Ford is the star. Um, Dawkins is when they split. Dawkins is just going to be like that mid card
1: guy that. Doesn't go into great things. Um, you said that last week on the podcast, didn't you? you I said did. You weren't you weren't a fan of Dorky. No, so I'm
0: not. I'm not really. Um, I don't. I don't mind him. I think. I just. I don't. He's just. The, he's the running buddy of Montez forward for me. Um, Andrade. He can go with anyone. Like I, I could watch Andrade every every week. I have no problem watching Andrade winning or losing. He's still. I still like him at the end of all results. A uh, bit weird losing to a spine buster. I mean, I know Dawkins is a big guy, but spine buster, but whatever. Um, but I think that match was just there to lead into the Vega Bianca match. Um, and what surprised me um, is actually Zelina Vega's pretty good in the ring.
1: Yes. <laughs> I forget that she like could it. wrestle.
0: Yes. Um, she's been a manager so long that I can uh, I can get I I forget that she's a wrestler. Like, I forget that she
1: can do it. I thought she was pretty good. Um, I thought it was one of the better female matches, you know, especially in the last few weeks, you know, especially when the the names don't pop off, you know. It's not like, you know, your sashi, your Baileys, you know, anything like that. But as a sort of like a a mid-card, you know, female sort of match, I thought it was very, very good, to be fair. Do
0: you think Bianca Belair deserves, like, a run, a push? For me... She's a little bit too inconsistent. I could watch her one minute, like in the Rumble, and go, Mm. oh, my God, amazing. But then she'll disappear in a couple of matches, you know? And you think, oh, no, what's happened? And then she'll have a good match. Like She's a little bit too inconsistent, but do you think it's time that she gets a, a nudge in the right direction?
1: Maybe, but I think it, it summed up what maybe WWE feel currently when it was the whole WrestleMania thing, you know, when she had her thing with Rhea Ripley and then mm. Bianca kind of got ignored and Charlotte just like slotted in kind of thing. And it was just very much Bianca being ignored for most of it until they took it back to NXT afterwards kind of thing. So yeah, yeah. I think. If they were really high in her, as WWE, they always make, you know, multi-person matches, so they could have done even a triple threat, but they didn't, so they obviously didn't think she was at that stage at that point. Um, Is Selena... I mean, it's a good opening feud, but I think there needs to be more after this. She can't be as a, you know, sticking with Montez Ford as much as, you know... um, it kind of makes sense for her own career and solo career. She needs to do her own path and, you know, try and stay away from the street profits, you know, moving forward in my opinion anyway.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, and then led into a conversation I had on Twitter today, actually. Um, the actual, I would say the MVP of wrestling 2020 with what he's doing, MVP himself and his hurt business. Like, <laughs> I think MVP has been amazing since coming back. Mm. Absolutely amazing. I like how it's helped Bobby Lashley and Shelton Benjamin. Um, I think the whole hurt business. I was, I was a fan of the Beatdown Clan, as I'm sure you would have heard it on the podcast. It's been mentioned yeah. once or twice. I was a big <laughs> be TNA Beatdown <laughs> Beatdown Clan guy. Really was. Um, but I really, really enjoy this hurt business thing. I think MVP has come in and been amazing i think it's reinvigorated the lashley that we expected when he re-signed um i think it's finally given us that lashley it's given shelton benjamin something to do um i think it's just all been good and i think it's really helped apollo cruz um yes i think it's been perfect almost mentor feud like i don't feel like it's mvp trying to win the us i feel like it's mvp is the experienced one trying to rub give apollo Cruz some guidance you know that's what i feel like this feud is i mean and it's working um i thought it was great and i was surprised that they let shelton benjamin get the win
1: um mm.
0: yeah but
1: I, this is yeah. the standard 3v1 sort of scenario and that's what they'll always you know piggyback on is that oh apollo was against three people and it was hard and that's probably how shelton got you know. The victory kind of thing in terms of distractions and everything like that but i agree in that apollo needed a a mark point as in a really good feud to legitimize him but also you know the title as well because it can easily be you know some weird feuds or one-off you know matches and it can devalue the title but i think you know definitely MVP, but in, you know the hurt business they've definitely elevated crews and the title to you know mean something on raw instead of just a a pass away match so i definitely think i agree with you. it looks like he's come back with some vigor like he's had obviously his little break and he realizes this might be his last you know run in terms yeah. of especially you know so he's gonna go out with a bang and he's definitely doing that in this period where like we said before you haven't got any crowd to be shouting what chance or you know things mm-hmm. like that or he, his promos and everything can come across natural instead of just a watered down thing with no meaning. So yeah, hats off to uh, MVP in the hurt business, really.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, it's what kind of what I watch in Raw for. I'm not gonna lie, but again, mm-hmm. I am, I am biased. I am biased. <laughs> um, then there was a little bit of retribution. They they smashed the glass with a cinder block, didn't they? I think. Uh, yeah, and then they threw a second yeah. one. I don't know that bit of it on Raw. That made them look like little kids to me. I agree.
1: Like they look great That was Smackdown. the issue I had with it. Yeah, yeah, like
0: SmackDown, I was like, all right. And then, you know, they're yelling at a security guard. No, you get the hell out of it. Like, come on, what? What is the And then they're smashing windows with cinder blocks. It just, that made them look like kids. Um, yeah. And who's a it fan affected of that Really?
1: Yeah, like yeah, I, like oh, they are
0: literally the only security or... guard that's shorter than yeah. them all. Like I, I yeah. don't know. Yeah, it looked like just little kids stuff that me and my mates used to do when we were fifteen. Like no, well, I, I never actually smashed any windows. I promise. But um, <laughs> just, <put it> out <laughs> yeah, out just yeah, just put it out there. Um, but yeah, that made them look like kids, and then they all got excited and they run away like I don't know before the security guards could unmaskable or something, and then boom, Mickey James. That's what okay. I wanted to get to. Mickey James is back, um, and she made big comments Like, she's here to lead the locker room. Also has gold on her mind, like proper. I'm back wrestling, bitches. Get out mm. my way. Um, I wasn't expecting Mickey to come back because, for a start, I thought she'd been really good on commentary on main event. You get a yeah. chance to ever listen to her; she's really, really good. Bit like Samoa Joe. Definite career after wrestling sorted. Um. But yeah, and she's booked a match. She's got uh, Natalia next week. Some weirdness going on with Lana and Natalia. I don't
1: I know. Like it. Like, it was one of those high and low moments. High, Mickey James came in, right? Decent showed her intentions and then Lana and Natalia came and they were talking about TikTok and things like yeah. that. And it was Yeah, and like, then they did oh, they said no.
0: they called her rude in unison, didn't they? Like no. oh yeah, yeah. It Natalia. Like... Why always Natalia though? Yeah. Like, do you remember when they made her <laughs> fart all that time? Oh, like, God. why Natalia? Like, I don't know. I feel sorry for her, but she must agree to it. I don't know. <laughs> um,
1: well, it's clear that, obviously, she's Lana's mentor in, obviously, all of this. But, yeah, I don't know. It, 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 You know when it should benefit both parties? It's not benefiting Natalia one bit, that kind of. No. I think if it was just Natalia that turned up and confronted Mickey, totally fine. But, yeah, it was just kind of... it that sort of uh, back and forth, especially from Lana's side, is not making me hyped up in terms of, okay, you know, where can this feud go if they're just going to be talking about, you know, social medias and you don't have that and things like and that. And you just, just don't, like talk. Lana,
0: you kind of expect it from. A bit like what Mickey James said, like you expect it from Lana. Natalia. I, it doesn't fit, you know? Like, it just for me, she, it looks awkward. Like, I don't know, yeah, I, I don't know. Um. And then I'm not going to talk about the next match much. Um, Cedric Alexander Ricochet yeah. Viking razors against Tazara and the ninjas.
1: Oh, how the mighty have fallen with ricochet Horrible. and things like
0: that? It's just know. not worth our time to waste. No, you know, I'm telling you guys, yeah, skip. just skip it. If you haven't watched Raw yet, fast forward that bit. Because, <laughs> I mean, uh, but then uh, one of the ninjas rolled up Akira, R-Truth. Again, yeah. 24-7 champ. Uh, uh, i've got him 38 time
1: 38
0: but, time. yeah <laughs> see that's that's why that 24 7 thing can't be taken seriously like it's just it's it's a it's a gimmick for our truth only you know yeah. i mean yeah that was that was it i don't i don't want to go into it the match was horrible the, the ninjas are horrible the, it's just a waste of alexander ricochet and the viking Raider to me absolute waste not worth our time um then big old peyton royce versus Liv morgan Mm. right now we've said on here how much we all know we i love the iconics big big fan they make me laugh but peyton royce is looking really good like on a wrestling point of view she's actually getting a lot better like i thought she looked really good and like the first time I've proper watched and gone, oh, wait, what? <laughs> they can't actually wrestle. I'm not, I don't mean that horribly, but she has improved so much. Yeah, Like definitely. if you watch early iconic stuff, they're mouthpieces, you know, and they're really, really good at it. They can, they are like some of the greatest heel women from their voices that you can find. Funny, you hate them, they annoy you, whole point of being a heel. But I think last night, some of the best wrestling I've seen her, uh, I've seen her do
1: um whereas again i think it shows what a break can do for some people you know when they really? had that kind of long break it, it looks like you know well i'm assuming billy k as well but payton they, you know they both went and did a lot of work in ring stuff from the looks yeah. of it as well with yeah I, I would agree
0: with that like they've taken clearly they can cut a promo they will always talk themselves into any good match is then executing the match but i thought uh, i thought she looked really good okay she's fighting Liv morgan but I think she looked a lot better than Liv Morgan. Um, Interesting dynamic that there was a little bit of tension, Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan already, unless they're just playing this out about rebuilding their trust or something. Um,
1: It was a poor distraction from me anyway. It was like they both got off on the ring, and then Liv looked really annoyed, even though really nothing happened, and then obviously Payton got the win from there, which completely was the right decision. I think if it was the other way around, I think it would be you know we'll be talking completely different about paying royce i'm because... guessing
0: that it's just building up to a, a future tag match again maybe SummerSlam pre-show showing maybe yeah. pushing Liv morgan and ruby riot that the iconics have more trust in each other blah, blah 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 is what i'd assume that is building mm. um but it is good to see Liv morgan ruby riot it's, it's good to see them all get telly time because the tag the women's tag division needs it you know um yeah. absolutely needs it um then we followed on with another women's match, um, the Oscar Bailey match. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. I, I, um, I I sometimes forget how good Bailey can actually be. Yes, I think um, she's really good.
1: Um, well, this is another thing where where you talking about sort of like the MVP of maybe you know this lockdown period. Bailey would have to be in that conversation. She yeah. would have to be, because again, mm-hmm. before she wasn't really that believable as sort of a heel, just like, just, um, you know, before lockdown started. And as a face, she kind of ran a course with that in, in at the time anyway. She needed the
0: heel turn desperate. So
1: she needed this. And I think, again, with no crowd being there, she's able to get, and her and Sasha Banks have done a great job, in my opinion. And I know mm-hmm. you can say they're hoarding all the belts and it's limiting a lot of the matches, what they can and can't do. But... I just think, again, it's legitimizing things again and it's getting, it means something and it's, it's going to take a lot to get, you know, the titles from them. So I think it's definitely helping them. And then Asuka probably, well, uh, in my opinion, the most dependable, you know, women's wrestler on the whole roster. Exactly. So, I mean, like, you can't go wrong.
0: yeah, both of them together, like Oscar Bailey. Yeah, again, it's one of them. I'd, I could watch them. I could watch them all the time. Like they, they killed it. I thought it was nonstop. It was good match hold for hold was being matched by each other i think bailey looked really really he- heelish i thought the mocking of Kyrie to the end made perfect sense it didn't make bailey look weak it made her look like a heel because she mocked Kyrie to try it you know um yeah i thought it was really really good and i'm i'm a big fan of them holding all the belts like yeah. it's giving other women have to step up to go and and take it from them and i i don't mind it for a little bit like, do you remember when was it two man power trip when they put all the men's gold on austin yeah. and triple h that was good yeah. because it got like taker and kane and others you know um hardy's got a rub out of it so i just look at it as like the female version of two man power trip to be honest with you but i thought the match was was easily the best part of raw i thought oscar bailey was yeah. was, was really really good Um, and if
1: you're not saying mvp for bailey you definitely got to say a a big improvement or most improved in this lockdown especially into a stock and where she sits because mm -hmm. again you know this it's hard to find a very true heel you know female superstar so for but sasha does it naturally if that makes sense like that kind of comes off as her sort of gimmick whereas bailey she's really worked on this because for as long as we remember before this heel run she's been a face in the whole nxt you know the whole when she came up you know the hugger there everything like that so she's definitely you know turned around to be you know a legitimate you know heel in in all of this and Christ. her social media things and everything like that she's mm-hmm. definitely you know she's putting a lot of work into it it's a lot of in-ring psychology. Yeah, because her
0: character desperately way. needed that heel turn yeah this would be the heel turn when everyone was screaming about cena turning heel. this is like the same <sighs> thing you yes. know this is exactly what you would have got for me like if Cena had ever done the hill turn um and bailey's just nailed it i think like she's nailing it and i love banks as a heel so it works you know um it works um then the raw underground
1: <laughs> yes
0: um <laughs> oh i don't know about raw underground i don't know oh you gone off it you said you like d- yeah it. like i, I, thing, I yeah. do i don't like i don't like the cuts the camera cuts are spoiling it okay like, they're in to show that you're not actually punching, but they want it to make it look like a fight club thing, you know?
1: Um, yeah, what is up with that? That's the only thing I yeah. don't get. It, that They are obviously, they could easily retake it in this current climate. It's not live. Yeah. Like, a lot of the things which looks completely like missed, like missed kicks. I think someone tried to do a spinning kick. Yeah. It was so clear it missed, but they didn't want to retake it. Like, it made no kind of, that's the only sort of negative I have towards it is that, especially when you're trying to make it legitimate very much, you know, MMA, UFC kind of style, like back room, you know, what you find at the back of a nightclub or a casino or anything. It's just very much... So that's it, the only It, thing it looked
0: there. better when Shayna come out. Because yes. she's obviously used to that environment. Like last week, yeah, it looked good when the Viking Raiders come out and smash that dude up. And it looked good when Benjamin and Lashley were tossing people around. And Baszler looked good. I mean, she even put the mouth guard in. And no one wanted to face it, and she just smashed them all up. But it was like the jobbers that clearly have work to do that they try and do these cuts to make it look like they hit. Uh, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I'm, I'm still, I still way. want to push it because I think mm-hmm. if they could use that to kill some of the third hour, great. Instead of mm-hmm. dragging Roar out into three hours of boringness, I just. Um, yeah, I'm for it. I mean, Shane, Shane's excitement is clear. But yeah, I don't know. There, Shane made it look good. It was the guys before it that I was a bit upset. So, I don't know. I they don't need know. to sort the camera work out. I don't they find the idea, idea bad. It's the camera work that I don't like.
1: I think they need to do something, as in, and I'm not suggesting this, I think they need to do some kind of a title maybe, like a Raw Underground title, like the Equipment, mm. not Hardcore title. But, you know, in terms of they need to make these matches worth it or they mean something or yeah okay, if, if, if you're going to put the reasoning these... of
0: it is a bit unclear why are you why are they doing it
1: yeah you know like, what i mean me, like we if they, yeah. that like for me they could it, they could easily if it was a, a platform for you know new superstars or superstars that i've not seen on tv that much or repackaging you could do it as a way of if they win a match here they can get called up you know is mm. a like a contract. So if you win this, you get a contract or they could do it like a tournament style where again, winner gets a, a contract to go to raw SmackDown or they're choosing or a title. I just feel there needs to be something new about it. Cause they brought some new people on there. Like is it Arturo Ruas and Brazilian, like they said he was a legitimate MMA guy kind of thing. And that mm. Dabacato came back, you know, the big man who yeah. Shane had kind of looked up for. He did a so, dig grab. Yeah. He did. Yeah. He did. It. He did, it, you
0: know. yeah. But yeah. It's not so Joey Ryan, people. but... Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, <Jerry> Ryan.
1: <laughs>
0: but he did do it. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm still wanting him to do it. I still like the idea that they're trying. I think it's now just time to maybe... The rules are still unclear. The reasoning's still unclear. Let's just just tell us what it's about now. You know? Like, okay, we'll get behind it. I definitely think they need to put more people like Shayna in it, like and like Ziggler we saw last week. Get them in to help some of these guys because the other guys are still a bit raw. But yeah. I'm I'm still gonna give it a chance. But this week was like, please fix the camera cuts or (laughs) please teach these guys to wrestle better. Um then the the little kids were outside and tossed over a car before we got to our main event. Let's see. They just looked like kids this time. Now it just looked like annoyed little teenagers. Um, but yeah, we'll see if they can change that for SmackDown. I'm guessing they'll be back on SmackDown. Um, and then we had our main event. Yes. Amazing main event. They made it look feel like a main event. You know, yes. like they wrestled like it was a main event. Um, totally understand why Owens lost. Orton's going for the belt. I don't yep. think it made Owens look bad. I think he looked good in the defeat. We got a good 15-minute match that wasn't boring. Um. I don't find nothing wrong with it, like he reversed the stunner, RKO, RKO, Owens is a very good worker, I think I think it was all good, but obviously, um the end, Rick mm. Flair, no matter what age, knows how to pull on people's heartstrings, doesn't he?
1: That promo, <laughs> wow, I mean, <clears throat> you, you know, you can't teach, it, it, it's just, you it's you can bring all these new superstars you can bring all the you can go to all these sort of you know promo classes and things whatever they do at performance center but you know you know when some people have just got it and you know rick flair just brings it out every time and the thing is it looks really it it came across really legitimate you know in some of the things he was saying you know it's definitely sort of uh or was a mentor young superstar you know back in the day of legacy and things like that not not legacy evolution that's the one i was thinking yeah of. yeah. You know it, it was definitely much um you know a mentor and now it's just it, it's kind of a full circle it's weird you know when if you were around wwe at that time and you saw kind of how that started you know the faction uh, yeah and whatever, bailing it out and stuff so it's like a full circle it's it so that's when obviously when the ending happened you know it was it pulled on your heartstrings
0: yeah it did and like only flair can Um yeah, I just yeah, I, I like I like the fact we didn't see it. I mean, Flair is an old man; you can't kick the man in the head. I, like I, I get that. I like how Drew come down and was it like you really even him? You son of a bitch! Yeah, I like it. um, uh yeah. I thought the ending was great. I mean, I thought Raw was pretty good. Like I I don't know. Like the good bits of Raw were really really good. The bad bits <laughs> were really really bad. Like <laughs> kind of showed exactly where WWE are right now. You know? Um, I think is what uh I think that's what Raw was this week, uh for me. It showed what's right and what's wrong. Um yeah. So that uh that was this week in wrestling. Does it made you want to watch next week?
1: Uh I definitely I think for a while now Raw's always had in my mind the upper hand over SmackDown when it comes to storylines and you know who's involved and i think it showed again this week despite smackdown being a little bit better in my opinion um you know raw still had you know the clutch moments you know the randy bit at the end you know the hurt business we've even said some highlight even the you know dominic and seth and everything like that that's three clear kind of you know storylines which is going mm-hmm. on there where smackdown it can very, vary apart from probably bray and Braun really um so yeah it's yeah they're catching it. a bit yeah, so I'll be looking to. Like I said, I'll be interested to see this SmackDown in terms of the women's multi-battle because It means that you know some maybe some call ups or some sort of different feuds there. Um, but I just I, it's just waiting to tick along, aren't they They're just ticking along slowly. They still obviously you know with SummerSlam in the air, you know there's some obviously matchups already been announced. But mm.
0: and exactly <laughs> on where SummerSlam's going to be. I mean, there's. Yeah, looks like they're trying I mean. to get to Atlantic City, are they? And I heard talk that it might be on a boat. Could be interesting. <laughs> could be interesting, but the matches look good. Um, yeah. And in honor of, of, of Geo, I have actually got my, I've got an idiot of the week. Now, Gio, this is normally Geo's bit, but I found one. I found yeah. one. And I'm going to name Logan Paul for his tweet of $10,000 to any influencer who could beat me in a wrestling match. And he got plenty of responses from Ethan Page, uh, Joey Janela, Alex Hammerstone. All jumped in like, yep, I'm here. So me, how about a wrestler under the influence? I think was the best (laughs) one that I saw. Um, (laughs) I think that was Moth Martina. Um, But yeah, idiot of the week, Gio, is Logan Paul. And I'm sure Gio is sitting there agreeing with me 100%. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I d- yeah i don't know um, i might so- even challenge him ten thousand dollars is a lot of money man <laughs> yeah yeah i'll take that right away now yeah I'd- yeah I'll, uh, I'll have a go if you're listening there you go i'll have a go um <laughs> right and on that note we've taken up most of Stretzi's evening so we'll let the man go stratsy thank you so much for agreeing to come on no thank you it's, for um, having me on yeah it's been uh it's been amazing so um always good to hear different opinions and uh You know, because Gio can be quite opinionated. He doesn't like my beatdown clan stuff. You know, you haven't mocked (laughs) me for it, so I'll take it.
1: (laughs) Mate, no, I I can totally see where you're coming from, so I can't hate you on it at all. So I'll let let Gio do that. uh, Yeah,
0: leave that to Gio. Leave that to Gio. Guys, I'm pretty sure Gio will be back next week. Uh, Obviously, family stuff will be the decider of that, but we'll keep you posted. Again, big thank you to Stratzy, and we'll see you all next week. Later.